Hey everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time Minisode. Alright, so this week, I wanted to do something a little bit different. We're going to take a little break from, from my numb skulls, from the uh, the numb dick chronicles, and all the, those those great numb skulls who I've been, I've been just hearing so much, so much, you know, news. We have like our own club, and it's cool. It's not sad, because no one's talking to me about it. It's totally cool. Bunch of cool people talking about easy platinums. It's just, it's great. It's great. In my mind, it's amazing. Anyway, so this week I wanted to try something a little bit different, and I want to talk about, well, I kind of want to talk about video game streamers, people who stream, people who make a living just playing video games on their computers. I'm not here to talk shit on them or be the old man waving the waving the fist at the cloud, yelling at it like, these kids, they're so dumb and lame and they don't understand it. Now, I don't understand it at all, uh, why it's so popular, but I, I want to talk through some stuff, like, the, this is just, this is for me, this is an episode for me, you guys, you don't want to hear me muse about what gaming culture was to me, and then what it is, or what I perceive it as now, then you can go ahead and tune out, uh, but, you know, head on over, like and subscribe on YouTube, go to the at Time Instagram on Twitter, we always need, uh, we always love your fan interaction, send us an email, playtime at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. So I'm going to get into it. Now, I grew up at a different time than most people. I mean, I remember the family getting a Nintendo. I'm talking old school NES. I'm coming up on 40 pretty hard here. Uh, the other two guys in the podcast are too. We are of a different generation. We're, we were of a different generation where there were only so many games at one time. A lot of our formative years, and I don't want to speak for them, but I assume they have a very similar experience where, because, you know, we all grew up as a product at the time, but... When we were growing up and coming about in the mid-80s to 90s to early 90s, or to mid-90s, I should say, before, like, the PlayStation 1 era, like, this, the NES and the Sega era, uh, games were roughly about 50 bucks, and we were kids. Like, we weren't in any kind of position to, like, go get a job and spend all our money on video games, which would have been dope, but video games at the time were about 50 bucks, adjusted for inflation. They're probably, like, I don't know. I don't know how to do inflation. 46 bucks? Who cares? But... And the point is that you didn't get a new game unless it was a holiday or your birthday. And by holiday, like I would get a game on like Christmas and then I'd get a game on Easter sometimes. I could scam my way into getting a game on Easter. Uh, but my birthday, Christmas, that was about it. So you, we did, I did do a lot of like renting. Like you could spend like three, four bucks, rent a game for a weekend, send it back. And that was a good way to scratch the itch. But those were the only, there was no store you could just download games from and pay 99 cents for. That's not how it worked. It was either you buy the game at Toys R Us or KB Toys or whatever other store, Kmart, Walmart, or you went to your local video store, which hopefully wasn't gobbled up by Blockbuster, which I'm going to take a quick, quick little aside and say, fuck Blockbuster. There's a lot of news lately that they're talking about the last operating Blockbuster and how you can rent it out as an Airbnb. Fuck them. Fuck their whole business model. And a lot I know a lot of us have very fond memories of doing that family run to the video store and going like picking out a movie together or with your teenage friends. Totally understand that. Don't mean any disrespect for that. For a lot of you in more major metropolitan areas, Blockbuster was your only option. But for me, where we grew up, where I grew up, it was very much mom and pop stores. And they didn't have the biggest selection. But goddammit, they fucking love movies and they wanted to put movies in people's homes. And they all went extinct because of the mega corporation of Blockbuster. So nothing makes me happier than seeing Blockbuster 
refuse to catch up with the times, be way too late, not invest properly, and fucking fail. Nothing makes me happier. Fuck them. Anyway, now that I've gotten my personal feelings about Blockbuster out of the way, uh, gaming culture when we were kids, limited number of games. So when you got a game, you played the shit out of the game. If the game was terrible, you got really good at a terrible game. I remember buying, uh, I rented RoboCop, the NES version, and that is notoriously not a terrible game. But it's definitely not a top-tier game. The same thing I did with Dick Tracy. I was really into Dick Tracy when that movie came out, the Warren Beatty movie with Madonna. Man, you guys, oh, I should watch that again, see if it holds up. It's been a while since I watched Dick Tracy. But anyway, if you bought, if you made a stinker, you made a bad purchase, you told your parents to get the game, and my parents were always pretty good. They got the right one, and then it was bad. Like, if it was a bad game, you just, you got really good at a bad game. That's just how life was. And that's how you live, because you weren't getting another game for months. Yeah, maybe you could supplement it with rentals, but you could, or maybe you went back and played Legend of Zelda again. But that was about it. You didn't have, you you couldn't just return to the store and be like, hey, parents, you know, I know you guys like went out to the store and spent your money and you bought this and you gave it to me as a gift. You get the receipt, right, bro? So then we can just return this, right? No, that's not how things worked. So gaming culture was a limited number of games. So there was a network of friends just sharing games and passing them along when you were done with them. Even as kids, it, it was a kind of a weird territory because we were like 10 years old and handing around $50 items like they were fucking pogs or Pokemon. And our parents got weird about it, but eventually no one really cared anymore because they're like, whatever. So your your network would be that or you'd have couch co-op and you'd be playing uh, once like the N64 and the Genesis and those came around and it got a little more fun and a little more interactive to play like I know a lot of days of playing NHLPA hockey with friends. Uh, a lot, like, a billion of the baseball sim games, like Bases Loaded and RBI Baseball in those. And you just played. You had a good time with your friends there. And then, you know, once GoldenEye came out, a lot of people have very fond memories of that game, which I'm going to go hot take. It does not hold up. Does not hold up. And the reason I'm saying that is because I forgot that the N64, I was never a big N64 guy. I have one now, but I didn't growing up. And the controller, which a lot of people love, I forgot. Like, it's hard to go back to one stick because one stick would be movement. And then you'd use the four buttons in the top left, the yellow ones, to, like, look around. At one point, I was amazing at wielding this, and it's very difficult to go back to. Game overall, I'd say it's fine, but there's been so many better shooters since then. Not saying not an important game, not an amazing game. I have fond memories of, like, two years in a row, every Friday, going to a friend's house. Same four group of dudes, being like 13 or whatever, playing that game for like six hours and then doing it the next Friday and the next Friday over and over again. Great memories. Doesn't hold up. Anyway, that's a hot take. Go ahead and at me. I dare you on the socials. Tell me why I'm an idiot. So that was gaming culture. Outside of that, all you really got into in the world of gaming was uh, like Nintendo Power Magazines or PlayStation Monthly. Or Electronic Gaming Monthly? Like, Magus, that's it. There, Sure, the internet was in its infancy, and it was starting, and there were people, like, on chat boards kind of talking about it, but you had to go find them. Like, they weren't just a Google search away back then. Uh, game FAQs, we talked about it in one episode briefly about our nostalgia for that, but that was it. Like, that was gaming culture. It was you and your friends, and it was very local. You only got, like, games or news from the outside, and then you shared it within your friends. So... I, I don't know why I'm mentioning it. it. It just feels like that's how that was our world of gaming, you know, and 
once it got into like G4 and the PlayStation 3 and the internet era, like that generation, things got online way more. Uh, companies started embracing it. They started to use it for marketing and materials. They started creating communities and everything got bigger. And if you wanted to lose yourself in the world of video games and, and surround yourself with video games, that was a possibility. However, the thought of actually making a career on this was a fucking pipe dream. Like you either were the only option at that point was like a video game reviewer or a tester or someone who did wrote code and created the game. That was it. Maybe if you got super lucky, you could write like articles and editorials and stuff like that. But that was it. That was the world of video gaming. Now everything is completely different. Now we have people who just sit in front of their TV or their computer TV, whatever. They got a camera on them. They're in the corner. They're streaming the game. They're being a personality. They're playing it. And they have millions of people watching them, which blows my mind. I'm, I'm amazed and humbled at how far the industry has come. And I love that there's YouTube and Twitch and these mega corporations that rather than try to create very carefully curated content, they're like, hey, how about we let these people create this content for free, put it on our platform, whatever hits, hits. I mean, we're just going by data, right? That's the business model of YouTube. Everything goes up. Some stuff hits. It gets very popular. Some stuff no one views. And the stuff that no one views, no one cares because the stuff that's hitting is making a lot of money. So they can afford to... I guess, spam everyone with quantity and let the cream rise to the top, which interesting business model, but it's weird when I say it out like that, but that's exactly what they do. And I don't, so esports was pretty much a thing. Esports and like Twitch streamers and stuff all came around the same time. And I remember being in college and P, I don't know if they were starting to Twitch stream then. It might've been just after college. It was definitely the PS3 era and PC gamers and stuff. But I remember people telling me, like, yeah, I just watched this guy play a video game. I'm like, oh, like you went to, like, your friend's house and just hung out? That's cool. Like, I've done that. I've watched people play, like, Resident Evil. It's fucking great. We had we talked during it, you know, had some snacks, some fucking joke call. It was a great time. And they're like, no, you idiot. Like, I was on my computer. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, I was streaming them. I was watching them play the game. And I, when I first heard that this was even a thing... I didn't get it. I still really don't, actually. But I really didn't get it back then. And I was like, why would you do that? You could just buy the game. And then it dawned on me that, you know, maybe people... I started to make rationalizations in my head. Like, maybe people didn't have the cash right now to buy the game. And they're like, well, let's see what it's like. You know? Maybe maybe I'll... I don't know if I... I, I can only buy one game this week. Uh, maybe this is a good one. I don't know. Let's check it out. Which is, honestly, that's that's what I do with, with uh, Twitch streamers now. If I'm on the fence of a game or if like a really big... I, I mean, I have a full-time job. I have a life outside of this. I don't have time to be in this world as much as I, you know, might like to. So there are huge games that come out. Like the last one, The Ghost of Shimura, I knew very little about. I saw screenshots and like some trailers, which is cool. But you don't really get an idea of what the video game, the gameplay is like. So at that point, what I'd do is I'd watch a streamer or a YouTube vid or get a feel for what the game, and then I'd be like, maybe I like this, I'll buy it. Maybe not. Whatever. But there are people, there are very, they're very famous streamers now, which people just watch. Now, 
I, I had a, a hard time comprehending this. When esports was coming around, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was so stupid and it would never last. People started putting real money into it. There are real purses. And in time, I've come to... Like, I'm not mad at it. Like, you, you make your nut however you need to do it. I'm not... If there's a market for it, fucking go at it, buddy. Like, I know, I'm not mad or jealous or anything about these people. I'm just trying to understand the appeal because I just... I'm that far off. I don't get it. Now... With esports, I kind of equated that to, like, uh, I, I've been a fan of sports my whole life. Uh, certain sports came and went, or times in my life increase in popularity versus decrease. Right now, I'm really into hockey. Let's go Rangers. What's up? And I follow the team and the players, and I talk to people on forums about drafting and lines and how the game went and stuff like that, and I'm into it. Like, I'm into that world. I love hockey, love the Rangers, very much into it. And it took me a while to actually make that really easy correlation that that's exactly what people are doing, but they're doing it with people who play video games. Like, I play beer league hockey. We've talked about it on the podcast. I go out. I skate around. I It's a fun way to exercise. I love the game. There, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with it. Obviously, I haven't skated in a long time because of COVID, but... Love everything about it. Love being out there. Love getting the exercise. Love the feel of the ice. Love the way you move around the world and navigate through on a completely different, like on blades on ice, it's completely different. But that's, I'm never going to play in the NHL. You know what I mean? I'm never going to play against top talent. If I did play against top talent, they'd kick my ass or blow by me so fast I didn't even know what happened. I just feel a breeze. It wouldn't be fun. So... That is like the like me playing beer league hockey is the equivalent of someone buying a game and playing it at their house. Like, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. I'm into this. But that is a completely different experience of getting it yourself, enjoying it, being in your world versus seeing the people who are the best at that compete at the highest level. Like, even though I play beer league hockey, I still watch professional hockey because they're the best. Like, they're... The things they do, the way they move, the appreciation I've got for it. I finally put that together with with esports and how people are watching people play, you know, StarCraft and just doing this crazy shit, hitting all the buttons perfect, doing all executing everything perfectly, countering, and I'm sure it's like a beautiful ballet of craziness. So I understand the competition aspect and the esports aspect. I still don't quite understand just the individual streamers. Now I I understand I shouldn't say I completely don't understand. I just don't get how they're this popular. I And again, if they are, fucking awesome. You ride that to the bank. You make that money. Get out there. But I don't know how people can turn on a pop... I don't, I'm not going to call out any streamers or anything. Not that they give a shit who I am. But like these people that are having millions of viewers at all times playing Fortnite... I don't, or PUBG, or even Call of Duty, or I don't get it. Like, I understand how there's like a friendship aspect to it, right? Like, I understand how, like, back in my day when we were back in, oh God, I'm old. But back in the day when you'd hang out with your group of friends in your group, and you would, like, someone would take the sticks and they'd play like a round of Tony Hawk. And you pass it around or, you know, you just watch someone play a game. Like I said, Resident Evil, like I get it. And it's like a social aspect and you're all talking, you're all hanging out, you're having a great time. And I get that with streamers too, because you're in a group with people who like this personality, 
the personalities playing. You're all like talking with each other, like, "Ooh, what are they gonna do?" Like, the, I get it. I get that friendship aspect to it. I, I get, and I don't mean for this to sound derogatory, but is that it? Like, is that, is that all of the appeal? Is it more that you want to see someone compete at the highest level in a game that you like? Is it maybe you're trying to learn something? Like sometimes I'll watch hockey and I'll just stare at the goalie to try and learn some new moves or how they move or try to pick something up. Maybe it's that. Uh, maybe every reason I watch professional hockey is the same people watch streamers. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't understand the hours upon hours and the millions of people watching streamers just play when anybody else can pick up and play and do it themselves. So I, it's very confusing to me. It's obviously very popular. There's obviously a lot to it. There's, you know, fan legions dedicated to streamers and like, per, like I won't say protecting, but talking, speaking up for them in certain message boards. Like it's a thing. It's a big industry. And like there were when uh, Twitch was coming up, and that was the only thing. Then it got bought by Amazon. Then YouTube started doing it, and then Microsoft, which just closed their streaming service, which I don't even remember what it was called. Play? I don't... Wow. I should know, at least. But, I mean, all these places started, like, signing streamers to huge deals, and they're making millions of dollars a year. And it's... I don't get it. Like, maybe you guys can help me. Maybe tell me what is, like, a modern-day... Or, I don't say modern-day, because that is the modern-day. But what would be an equivalent of this? Is the equivalent, like, I don't know, watching... Like, Leno? Or Letterman? Or one of the late-night shows? Like, is, is that what you're doing? You're watching a host perform? Is it a performance thing? Is it a, I'm into this game, want to see what this person's doing? Like, I know some of them, the big streamers are, they have these big personalities and they're performing and they're essentially doing a character. Some are literally doing a character. But is it that you want to see what they'll do next or how they'll react? I imagine just watching someone react to the same game over and over would get old. But what do I know? I guess I'm wrong. I don't. I'm ha you can tell I'm having a hard time reconciling this. Now, there's also a whole other aspect to this. I don't want to say it's a darker aspect. Again, no disparagement, no judgment. Get your money where you're at. I'm just, hey, I'm just an old man trying to understand. That's all I'm doing. Would love feedback. But there's also this, like, streamer babe thing going on, which has been going on for a while. This is nothing new. But, like, uh, women who will stream and play games, and they'll, like interact with their fans and people will just give them money i it's i i don't understand that maybe like i said maybe there's another aspect to it i'm just not getting but it seems like i can't imagine this playing out in real life like i go to a friend's house who i'm just lucky to be at their house because they're so fucking cool and then they're playing video games and like every 20 minutes or whatever i'm like yo good job bro here's a buck like, that just seems crazy, crazy to me that you'd watch a streamer play, they're receiving all that ad re revenue, and they're getting, like, tips, like, money tips to keep playing. I I don't understand. Like, I, I guess how if it's, like, a friendship thing, and you enjoy watching them play, and you want them to keep doing it, so you throw them some bones here, but you got to think, like, it's like, oh, this girl's, you know, she's wearing something tight. She's light and bubbly. This is fun. Maybe she'll be my friend. I have, like, a total crush on this girl. Ugh, I'm 14. I get that aspect to it, but these are people with, like, bank accounts, like, throwing money at people. Like, real money. 
at these people to stream also men and women and then there's a whole other aspect of culture of like male streamers who go on and stream and they don't get nearly as big of a following and they bitch about it because they don't have like the appeal that a woman streamer does i don't this world is very confusing to me i i do i mean some of the frustration you're hearing is me just not understanding i just don't get it i want to understand it uh, maybe you guys can help. Can you guys explain it to me? I would love to hear uh, your thoughts. Like, if you're someone who watches a streamer and, like, you get that email from Twitch, it's like, blah, streaming right now, and you go log on and you, like, watch what they're doing, uh, and you, like, jump to that email, that's cool. That's all. You do what you want to do, man. That's awesome. I just don't understand why people are in a rush to watch someone play a video game when they could just have the video game in their hand themselves and play it. I, I understand how you might want to drop in and check it out or see what's going on, but you can just buy the game and play it. You can just play it. You can just you can just do it yourself. Everything they're doing, you, you can just do yourself. I clearly I don't understand it, but I want to. I want to understand the appeal. I want to learn why it's so popular. I, I, and you know, maybe someday, uh, us here at Potty Time will start streaming on Twitch and you guys can watch us play. Would that be something you people want to see? Like, do you want to see us play video games and then yell and bitch while we do it? I mean, I will. If you guys really want to see that, we'll make it happen. So, I don't know. Uh, this is just, just an old man trying to understand what these new kids are into. And I would love it if someone would help me understand and explain it to me. Uh, there's probably articles and videos I could go to, but I want to talk to you guys. I want to see, what people of this podcast who love hearing us talk, what they understand about it, what and maybe, you know, give me something I'm missing. So, like I said, reach out to us. Get get at us. Like and subscribe on YouTube. That really helps us out. Uh, if you want to see us maybe do some streaming in the future, we can make that happen. We just don't know if there's a market for it. And, you know, it's a time investment for us. And we'll do it if people are into it. But if no one's going to watch, what's the point? So... If people want to see that, let us know. Get to us on Instagram or Twitter at Plotty Time. Uh, Plotty Time, like I said, on YouTube. Like and subscribe there. Send us an email, PlottyTime at Gmail. Maybe explain. Help us out. Like, Help me understand. Help me not be a stodgy old man that's just like, these goddamn kids. I just, I don't get, I think just in general, as a human being, you know, we're learning every day. I'm trying to branch out. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to... Not like, I mean, if I was 16 and I saw this unfolding, like who I am, not who I am now, but who I was at 16 and all of a sudden I got dumped in a world where there's people paying streamers, I would have made fun of these people so hard, but I'm not doing that. That's not me. I just want to get, I, it's something I'm missing and I just want to understand. So like I said, get at us, go out. Well, don't go out, stay inside, wear your mask. Maybe, you know. Just be a little bit kinder to somebody. Let's not set up any... Everyone's on edge right now, guys. It's tough out there. Just be nice. Be kind. Try your best. We're going to get through this. If you want us to help you get through this by streaming on Twitch, you let us know. Take care. You guys have a good one. Later. <laughs>